This is Real Life with Kevin West. Hebrews chapter 8 verse 4 says, For if he were on earth, he should not be a priest, seeing that there are priests that offer gifts according to the law, who serve unto the example and shadow of heavenly things. As Moses was admonished of God when he was about to make the tabernacle, for see, says he, that thou make all things according to the pattern shown to thee in the mount. But now, but now, hath he obtained, Jesus obtained, a more excellent ministry. By how much also he is the mediator of a better covenant, which was established on greater promises. For if that first covenant had been faultless, then should no place have been sought for the second. But finding fault with them, he said, Behold, the days come, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them from the hand that led them out of Egypt, because they continued not in my covenant, and I regarded them not, said the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel in those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws into their mind and write them on their hearts, and I will be unto them a God, and they will be unto me a people. And they shall not teach every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saith, know the Lord. For he all shall know me from the least to the greatest. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquities. I will remember no more. It, 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 don't get any, it doesn't get any better than that. It doesn't. I, I know, I know, I know, I know that many of us are still waiting for the second half to start. I know we're waiting for the next half to come, but we're not in halftime, guys. We're not in a pause. This is not a commercial break. When Jesus came 2,000 years ago, this thing started in high gear. Fast pace, moving quickly, it's going quick. It's not something else to come. Maybe, I believe one day he's going to come back. But it's not going to be to do the second half. There's one half that's already started. And he finished the other half himself. That's why we can say, all we can offer is a hallelujah. Oh, you, you, your best still isn't good enough. But aren't you glad that he'll take your least, your worst, your most ineffective, and he'll take it? Just because it's a heart of gratitude. Just because it's a heart of thanksgiving. And the things that the Lord has prepared for you, you have no idea what he has written down for you in your life. If he were to tell you everything he had planned for you, it would blow your mind. It would scare you to death and it would probably cause you to run another direction. But the things he has for you are so huge and big. So much peace and so much joy. So much life still left, left to live. This thing isn't over. It's not even wrapping up. It's ramping up. It's just not getting started. The best days are still yet ahead of you. Not behind you. And you got to believe that with your whole heart. See, one of the most beautiful things that I've come to realize 
Jesus said that he would go away. The disciples were all with him and he was upset and they were upset because he was bothered by the fact that they were bothered. And they were all hurting going, man, this, he, he just said he was leaving us. And he looked at them and he said, I've got to go away. Because when I go away, I go prepare a place for you. Now, I know we think it's a 40,000 square foot home with gold driveways. It's not that at all. There may be one up there, but if he did that, he created that on the sixth day. In the six days, he created all creation. He ain't adding more stuff. Jesus didn't have to go to heaven to, create, to build more. Because Jesus did enough on those first, God did enough on those first six days to create all things. He rested on the Sabbath, right? Wasn't any else work to do, but the eighth day, which is where we begin. Are you following me? I'll go prepare a place for you. What was the place he was preparing? He needed to go prepare a place because the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, when he was walking here on this earth, he was demonstrating to us what was really going to be our place when he left. You know, Jesus got promoted as the high priest of God. And when he went away to heaven and he went away to prepare a place, what he was really saying is, I'm going to go to heaven. I'm going to go back with the Father, but I'm going to be your high priest. And when I go to the Father, I'm preparing a place for you. What place was that? It was the place that we were taken. We were going to take his place. Do you know Jesus will never do Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John again? How do I know? If he was on the earth, he couldn't be the high priest. He would have to do the tabernacle plan that Moses did. But he's the high priest forever making intercession for you and me. And the place that we have, he has prepared for us is his place. You are the new Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I'm the new Matthew, Mark, we are the new Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. What am I saying? We're looking for something else to happen when it's not going to happen outside of you, it's going to happen through you. He's not coming back for you unless he comes back through you. Israel is waiting for him to return. What Israel is really groaning for is him to come through you and me that will provoke them into the kingdom. We should be provoking them. And we're not going to provoke them because of our arguments and our debates. It's going to be by demonstration of power of the Holy Spirit. And I'd take every one of you with me. i take every one of you. I look around here and I see some incredible people. I'd take you on the front lines with me. I take you to battle. I take you out there. Because you got just enough grit inside of you. You got enough hard-headedness inside of you. You do. It's in you. You got enough fight in you. It's in you. If you weren't a fighter, you would have already lost. But you haven't lost. You might have been knocked down, but you weren't defeated. You might have been kicked to the side, but you didn't stay there. You might have been an outcast, but something inside of you said, I'm not going to stay here long. Because there's something inside of you that he's placed. She's saying it. Sing it again, Steph. That lion inside of you. you it's in there. Oh, don't you get tired of me. Lift up your soul. 
said, I don't know if I was in the body or out of the body, but I was caught up into this third place, this, this, this spiritual place that I'd never been before. And I heard and I saw some things. And when I saw some things and I heard some things, I heard words that were, the Bible says, unlawful. It wasn't that they were, couldn't be repeated. They were, it was a language in that third dimension of God, in that third heaven, in that realm of the spirit that Paul had never heard before and didn't even know how to repeat. There is a place in the Lord that he's bringing us all to in the realm of the spirit that you do not have a vocabulary to say the words to describe it for your life. There's things that he wants to show you and demonstrate to you and bring you into him and show you things that you will, it will blow your ever loving mind. And you're going to just be in speechless because it's not that you just don't think you should tell people. It's the fact that you aren't able to tell people. He's going to do some stuff in the realm of the spirit, in the realm that we live, in your day. the Lord high and lifted up today I see his train fills the temple and I know it's really good to have a frame of reference for the brick and mortar that we have the steel that goes around and the, the sticks that go with all the building and all that but I'm telling you the temple that he's referring to is the temple right here you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. It's not gonna come out here. It's not gonna come with observation. It's gonna come right here inside of you. Whether you know it or not, there's something bubbling up on the inside of you and you may not understand it. And you don't even know what it means. And my God, I feel something, I sense something. And maybe even bring confusion to you thinking, oh God, I don't know, it conflicts with what I currently know. I think you're gonna to have to put what you currently know on the side and stand up and say, I'm ready to have what all God has for me in my life. Listen, he's, he's more than Passover, but he is our Passover. 
He's more than the Spirit, the Holy Spirit baptizing you that you can be filled with the power of God. He's more than that. There is a place right here in this dimension of the third heaven where God dwells within you and you cannot be separated from Him. And I, I'm just going to say it, and it's going to probably make some people mad, probably make me mad when I say it. I know some of you are trying to figure out who's backslid and who's not backslid. But there are people that you've got in the backslidden comment, the backslidden stage, they are not backslidden. They're disillusioned with religion and what the church has turned this thing into in the last 25, 30 years. And they're frustrated and going, I don't want anything to do with that. But let me tell you why that's been going on. There is something that's been rising up from the ground. The kingdom, the leaven of the kingdom is growing. And their hearts are leaning back into this thing going, oh man, this, this, this feels like it might be right. This feels like it might be true. And it's more than just getting them saved. It's more than just getting them to, to, to speak in other tongues. It's more than, it, it includes, all, it's more than all of that. It's a, it's a revelation, an understanding, an insight that when God Almighty dwells, lives, moves, breathes inside of you, he sees through your eyes. He ears, hears through your ears. And it's not a guessing game where you're trying to figure out what God's doing or a chess match where you think he's going to get you. He's on your side of the table. He's not trying to trap you in a corner. He's not looking at you going, oh God, I wish you would just start making right decisions. Listen, he will even, if you'll surrender your wrong decisions to him, he'll turn them into somehow making them right. This, this isn't the way it's supposed to be. It is not the way it has been. I'm telling you, there's something on the inside that's growing faster at a rate that you can't even stop. Who in here has felt so discouraged lately that you go, I, don't, I, I feel like just throwing my hands up. If that's you, stand to your, stand your feet. If you feel so discouraged, just stand up. Stand up. And guess what I want you to do? I just want you to throw your hands up. I want you to throw your hands up. Steph, sing the chorus of that song. I want you to fully engage. Listen, it's not going to come like rain from heaven. It's going to come from the inside out like dew coming from the ground because you're the ground. It's coming up from from the ground up, not from heaven down. It's already came from heaven once. Now it's coming from the ground up. This is a bunch of, you've said this to yourself, this is a bunch of garbage. This is a bunch of hogwash, but I, have, I don't believe any of this stuff. I don't, I've, I've tried this when I was a kid, baby. I've, I've, and you've never fully, 
And I'm not talking about come up here and say Romans 8, 9, and 10, or what, 9, whatever, 10, 9, and 8, 9, and 10, whatever it is. I'm not telling you to say that. I'm just asking you, if you are in a place right now that you've never made yourself vulnerable to receive all the love the Lord has for you, and just believe that he's forgiven you of your sins, and now you have a brand new way of life, if that's you, nobody's looking around. Just bow your heads for me real quick. I'm going to give this a privacy. I'm going to count to three. If you're in here today and you've been cynical about this whole thing, not today, but been past, but today you're ready to say, I got to get this right. I'm not trying to live right. I just need to accept his living right. I'm going to count to three. And that fact, you, I want you to raise your hand. One, two, three. There you go. There you go. I see your hands. Yeah. Yeah. If you raise your hand, I want you to come up here and stand on this left side of me. I need some of our ministers to come and pray with these guys. I need you just to, just to move, remove all the guilt and shame off of them. Get it all off of them. When they walk back to their seat, let the reproach of Egypt roll off of them too. All of their past is gone. sound a little odd but it's going to be for somebody specifically you're a perfectionist you're a you're a you're a you're a control freak you have to have it everything exactly right all the time and anytime it walks outside of that bounds of that you get frustrated at yourself and everybody around you and right now for the last season of your life the last little bit, it's kind of things are outside and it's happening so fast that you can't control it quick enough and you find yourself sometimes just almost like you're suffocating. And things have happened and you're going, oh my God, it's falling apart, it's falling apart. And you, part, you work real hard to try to reel it back in so you can get your control around it. Here you are. Just, I gotta get, if I can just get my arms around it, it'll be okay. Because I feel good when I can secure it. I don't know who you are, but there's somebody in here. Who are you? Raise your hand. Yeah. Back there. Who else? Over here. Right here, would y'all stand with me? I need you to stand with me, just where you right where you are, right? Good control. You got it. It's just I'm, I'm, I'm almost ultra OC, uh, uber OCD. I gotta have it all in my head. No, the Lord said, <laughs> You didn't create a mess, He's trying to expand your boundaries because all you can hold is what you've always held. And now he's taken it outside of your boundaries and you're trying to fix everybody but hold it all together. And there's times you want to just crumble. And the Lord said to tell you, okay, one, two, three, Re receive his peace right now. I release peace into your life. I release peace into your life. It's a piece that almost sounds like this. I just don't care anymore. You do care, but you can't care because you can't control it and fix everything. And beginning of this day, what you see is out of order. God's going to establish you a brand new one. 
said, don't ra- try to wrap your mind around it. Let it wrap around your mind. I was standing there and I heard the Lord clear as a bell. He said, you're, 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 you're getting into the groove of that music. <laughs> Stop the music. I thought, well, no, God, that's what we do. We get the worship moving, and then we get in the mood, and the Lord says, no, I want you to stop that music. Music's anointed, but you're relying on that music, and it's become a template to an old thing, because people get lost in the feel, the emotion of the music. I was doing it. I, I just thought, and he said, stop that music. He said, it's anointed. They're gifted. But I want them to learn to hear me. Not on the background of something they've already heard before. And this is going to sound really strange, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to give about a minute or two of just no of, of silence. No music. And this is going to sound weird because you're probably going to start thinking about what you're going to have for lunch in a little bit. Or what the kids are doing, or, what, or who's going to kick off at 1 o'clock, which we all know, if you're a sports fan. But I'm going to give you about a minute or two, and it's going to be silent. We don't need to interpret. We don't need any out manifestations or anything like that. I just, I'm going to be able to, the Lord is going to speak to you directly and succinctly about your life. And here it is. And what your next step is to do. This is a confirmation for somebody. He said, those that have already heard this sitting here, go ahead and type in your resignation letter now. And you say to yourself, you've wrestled with yourself, I heard what you said, but I don't know if the next thing's gonna come through. He didn't tell you to worry about the next thing. He said, your next step. Another confirmation is somebody that needed to make a doctor's appointment, even putting it off, putting it off, and putting it off because you, you already know what they're going to say and you think and somehow in your mind you already know everything about it. And the Lord says, I've been telling you to make a doctor's appointment. I've told you this morning to make a doctor's appointment. So now make your doctor's appointment. I just heard the Lord say too that, that he's been leading you and guiding you in front of you and you've been following him and then for whatever reason you've stopped. So he had to change positions and now he's kind of come behind you and he's going to start pushing from behind because some, for whatever reason you slowed down indecision, fear, worry un- just didn't know unknowns, he's not upset he said he's just not going to let you not accomplish what he's told you to accomplish you're not going to miss it he's not going to let you miss it I can just see in the spirit realm here I just, I just see like a tug of war uh, just, a, just a pull and a push where the angelic and forces are just moving and then they're getting resistance and then resistance is kind of having to give in and, and, and there's, there's just territory being taken in the spirit for the Lord. It's happening. And he just told me, the more you preach about the kingdom and the more they recognize who they are, the more leverage they will have in the spirit.
He said, my ministry in this time we're living in is I am their high priest that lives to make intercession for them. But as I make intercession for them and I become their high priest, I need them to be the priests in the earth. As I'm their king of the kingdom, I need them to be the kings in the earth. They don't know who they are. You are the righteousness of God. You are the son and daughter of the most high God. You have been forgiven. Your conscience has been expunged, completely wiped away, and no remembrance. Now walk in it. If you'll run towards your future as much as you've run from your past, you'll see things accomplished in your life that will blow your mind. He said, tell the 60 and 70 year olds that are here today that I'm giving them a burst of energy. It'll be speed like lightning. Decades of wisdom will be compiled into times of now. Tell the young fathers that have young children and the young mothers that have young children. When you speak into them, even though you think that they can't comprehend what you're saying, their spirit is receiving everything you're saying. And they will grow up to one day their mind will catch up with what they've already been depositing in their spirit. Don't let another day go by without telling that child they're a son or a daughter of God. I sure would like to have some music about now. <laughs> the Lord's smiling this morning. He's smiling. It's the traditions of men that made the word of God of none effect. He's going to put a zeal in the church as in the 80s and the 90s. But put a revelation that came from the ancient of days. You won't have the zeal and run and give your life to an empty. At the end of the day, you're empty. You've given it all to some sort of system that just took the life out of you. It's going to come from a revelation from the ancient of days when Daniel looked up and he saw him sitting on a throne. You're going to get a revelation. He's going to simplify the revelation of Christ. complicated as it is, he's going to simplify it for you to get it. I know this, is, this feels awkward and strange. I've never been anything like this in my life, right? Some of you are going, my God, I'm thinking the same thing. In January or February, we are going to host a round table of fathers, spiritual fathers in the kingdom. I don't know who they are yet. I just heard it. Because the fathers of the kingdom that are up in the age now are going to get one last breath to deposit into us 50 and 60, 70 years of ministry and understanding and experiences, good, bad, and ugly. And they're going to be able to deposit it and you're going to get it in an hour, two hours. And it's going to come at you. And you're going to, oh my God. And you're going to get it by the Spirit. And you won't have to live out all that. 
they're going to be able to deposit because they found a body where Christ can put his head. Foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. He wasn't looking for a bed. He wasn't looking for a, 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 a twin mattress. That's wasn't what he was talking about. He had nowhere to lay his, the head, the authority, the headship on the body. And I'm telling you by the Spirit of the Lord, in 2023, right now, he has raised up a mature body, a maturing body, where he can put a mature head on that body. An adult head on a baby body is not right. But an adult head, a mature head on a mature body is the man-child that is talked about in Revelation when he gives birth to. And that man-child that's coming through the, 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 the body, the, the, the woman, the mother of the all living, the church, is going to be one that's not touched. As, as Jesus was born through a virgin, this man-child will be born through also a man, a, a, a woman, a mother that's not touched by man. A man's system won't bring him in. A man's religion won't bring him in. It'll be a, an undefiled bride, mother, carrying the man-child that brings him forth in this season. Now, if you have an ear to hear, you just heard what the Spirit said. If you didn't, you just said to yourself, oh my God, I have no idea what he's talking about. But some people caught that in here today. And we have spent a lot of time in our life ministering and preaching in children's church settings to adult people. And we're moving up like the Jeffersons did. <laughs> we're moving on up. Right? We are. Moving up to a time of revelation. The Lord's going to speak to you when you're driving. He's going to speak to you when you're laying down at night. He's going to speak to you when you turn the music on. He's going to speak to you when you're talking to other people. The voice of the Lord is going to be amplified in your life. You believe that? Yeah. I do too. He'll speak to you at a ball game through a commercial break. He'll speak to you when your wife is talking to you and you're trying not to hear her. He's going to speak to you. He'll speak to you through your kids. He'll speak to your boss. He'll speak to the newspaper. He'll speak to the internet. He's going to speak to you. All I encourage you to do is whatever he tells you to do, do it. We started a little old school through K through eight last year with Coach Bryant. Now we're through 12th grade. Basketball programs, football programs coming next year. I'm talking. We're going to turn the world upside down. Watch and see. We're going to conflict and hit every mountain in culture. Every stream is going to get hit. We're going to run into each one of them. And we're going to demonstrate what this thing is really all about. Are you ready? 
We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world.